episode 7 and the very beginning of it, which is right here. To start off with, I've removed all the ums and ahs from the rest of the episode. I'm going to place them neatly at the doorstep of this episode right here, like a big old pile of shit. So let's get them over and done with so the episode's easier to listen to. Um, let's the in um place the gents that uh, and everything um it that um um there done it I've plastic surgery the shit out of the rest of this episode, but does it subtract energy from it? Does it make the rest of this episode a little bit shit now that there's going to be no ums and ahs and smooth talking? So what I wanted to get into is uh, I hate the word authentic, it's overused. I could go into how it's become an ugly, misused, commercialised word, but let's not. So I want to talk about the energy of, of realness and just energy in writing and words and art and creativity. And maybe by leaving in all my ums and ahs, I might have brought more authenticity to my voice. They say that to truly know what someone is saying, it's best to read between the lines. And perhaps those ums and ahs are the bits between my lines. And perhaps that's the the realness and the guts and the energy of what I'm saying between the lines that only the gut knows how to read, not the mind. The energy that sings behind the word. But I've removed all the ums and ahs to make this episode easier to listen to. I once wrote a poem about text messaging and how I rarely correct them and it sort of fits into this episode. When I text someone, I press send as soon as I finish the text quickly without rereading it so it maintains the original energy of intent, my dumbness fully intact. That's the poem. But I've always thought of ums and ahs as an important launching pad to find out what I think. Sometimes I don't know what I think until I um it out of myself and talk it out of myself. Sometimes I don't know what I think until my ears hear it. So I've got to talk my way through a thought. I've got to let shit come out my mouth and put it back into my ears. This looping process, almost like stitching, until I've created some sort of colourful garment that lets me know who I am and my thoughts that I have. And it usually gets me to the other side. But usually there's a a stumbling around in the dark to get there. And I love the imperfections of artists like musician Kurt Cobain or poet Charles Bukowski. I love how they leave a lot of the bullshit that's happened. Like they'll leave session stuff in there as a final cut. A lot of Nirvana's stuff they've left in the top and tail of songs where they're just talking shit, done something stupid or... Is just ad-libbed at the time. It's almost it's almost um, sensibilities of jazz, I guess, in that way, where just everything's up for consideration. Nothing perfect about it. Something beautiful about that. It's a tightrope act. And that's the kind of stuff for me that breaks through the fourth wall of creativity. When you feel that the creator could fall at any moment, like Bukowski's crazy ideas, Kurt's crazy songs... You feel like it all could self-destruct or implode, but they somehow make it to the other side. And that's the stuff that... It's like their tightrope is connected to your heart and they're walking across this fast space from death where they are now through 
through life into your heart and they feel more alive than most people who are uh, actually alive in this world because of that and I, I love that and an audience can smell fake imperfection and an audience isn't stupid but there's people like comedian Louis CK who I know that he rehearses spontaneity and he does it so well and, and things seem to cascade out of and flow from one subject to the next and it feels like he's accidentally stumbling around on topics and he does it he does it really well for some reason it feels like there's probably too much head in it and not enough heart even though there's beautiful heart in it as well trying to find that balance to say something that's real or something beautifully authentic tm authentic tm that's what we're calling it I used to copy my heroes, my art heroes and my creative heroes in my 20s. I didn't even take on a little bit of their worldview because what they were saying just in the gut felt like it made sense. It felt, it felt like truth to me. And yeah, that's all you can go by. It's all I was going by is gut, not what people were telling me or the scientific truth of things. Even though that's equally as important I feel truth in the gut. But I kept writing and I kept painting and I was inspired by my art heroes, I guess, like almost like trainer wheels on a bike. I just kept riding and painting until those wheels fell away and all of a sudden I was just doing my own shit and I wasn't even aware that I was doing my own shit until I looked back behind me and went, oh shit, I've left a trail of what is meat, the shit I do. <laughs> and people could start to go, oh yeah, that's yours, Darby. No one else can do that shit. No one else does it shit like that. Yeah, eventually I arrived at the doorstep of myself and I'd stumbled and written my way into myself. But I also feel like to find your own voice, one's own original voice or truth, the harder that life gets, the more your own voice is forced to push through. It's inevitable. If you're writing or creating forever, life's going to automatically get hard. You're going to level up to the new boss, which gets harder and harder. It might begin with a heartbreak. The next level is the death of your mum and so on even though being born's probably the hardest it all goes in weird reverse <laughs> but yeah each time you're tapping into something harder and your heart gets broken over and over again until your words become more charged and an audience can feel that that's what i love the audience knows if you're bullshitting or not they can feel that sort of shit and soon enough because of that you're writing from the body not the head and I'll, Sometimes I can write from the head and I know I'm lying to myself and I reckon people who read my shit can tell that I'm pushing buttons and pulling levers when I'm writing nearly all from the head. But when it's from the body and I'm getting out of the way of myself, out of the way of my head and I'm following the gut, that's when the real shit happens. That's when shit gets good. And sometimes during the day to feel my realness, for lack of a better term, I feel like it's a good exercise to talk to your stomach, to talk to my gut, literally. It feels helpful. It feels like another part of me that's very real. I've been told my stuff has an honesty to it. For me, I feel like saying what I think is honest is almost like a form of hiding in plain sight, but not in a deceptive way, but because when you feel like you say the truth, I don't always get it. I feel like I can catch it sometimes. I feel like it's universal and that the truth is public property. So you're hiding in plain sight with the truth. You're just animating the truth with your own voice and you're bringing it to life with your own voice. That's where magic happens for me. When you break through the fourth wall and you connect with your audience, 
it can almost feel like you're sharing the same sleeping dream. I love that. I love that feeling. I love the balance of truth and one's imperfect voice. I love the balance of that perfect and imperfect. I feel like that's where real beautiful stuff happens, the perfect truth and your imperfect voice. And that contrast is, is everything. Um, uh, um. Maybe life goes like this. Birth, um, uh, um, then death. <laughs>